But most of my business has been learned on the job as a business owner. I can pull a few things from those uh, degrees I have, but otherwise I would say there's no better learning experience than being an entrepreneur. This is your Badass Journey podcast. I am Kareen Walsh, serial entrepreneur, growth strategist, executive leadership coach, and best-selling author. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you align what you love with what you do in order to build that badass life and business you dream of. Hey there, listeners. Welcome to another episode of your Badass Journey podcast. I am excited about sharing Wendy Schultz with you today because she is someone that experienced burnout, which is coming up more and more these days and even more relevant to figure out how to avoid it. But she experienced burnout as a senior level executive and decided in 2013 to begin her entrepreneurial life. To It started initially as a side hustle, but then she was able to make it into her full-time you know, focus and started to build a way where she could manage a network of vacation rental properties and continue to grow her level of impact by helping others figure out how they can be on what she likes to call your permanent vacation. So building a life that you really don't need to take vacation from because it feels like one (laughs) because you're truly aligned with what you love and you're doing it every day to create that income that you need to have the life that you want. So I know you'll enjoy today's conversation and hear her journey about how she created this life for herself, but also the impact that she wants to help others avoid hitting that burnout factor in order to build the thriving life that she believes everyone deserves. I know you'll enjoy today's conversation. I really appreciate you subscribing to the full podcast, but also posting your reviews And most of all, connecting with us. If you have any questions or comments, we love to hear from you and interact because that's what this conversation's all about. It's here to spark a thought, a desire to connect, and help you up-level to that next journey step in your life. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation. Welcome, everybody, to today's episode. I am so excited to welcome Wendy Schultz. Welcome, Wendy. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm so glad we could connect in this way because your passion for helping people break through burnout and really find the life that they desire, like really create that way of the being of not having to take a vacation from the life that that they have. I freaking love that as the theme of the businesses you run and how you run your own life. And the way I love to kick off the show is for you to share with our listeners your badass journey. And it could start as far back as you want to go to where you are today. Sure. Um, so I had really, I, I did everything that I was supposed to do. I went to 
college. I got my degree. I went and got a job right out of college. Uh, got my master's degree, got married, had kids, all of it. And at some point I kept, I, I really gave so much energy to my job and I, it was really fulfilling for a really long time. But as time got on and I was actually in healthcare and things in healthcare have changed dramatically in the last um, couple decades. And it got really, really complicated. Everything was changing. Every mountain you'd sur- surpass or mount, whatever was it? <laughs> the- <laughs> Climb. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Climb. It was like the next one. I'm keeping it real. I'm <laughs> the next one was even higher. And it just was really exhausting. And I wasn't seeing my kids a whole lot. I was experiencing some health issues. I was having panic attacks daily in my office and just having a lot of breakdowns. And I just decided that I was done with that and I couldn't do it anymore. And then around five months before I actually ended up pulling the trigger and leaving my job, a really close friend of mine who was also someone who reported to me had embezzled a bunch of money from my company um, that I worked for. We worked for, it wasn't my company, the company we worked for. And it was, it really rocked me to my core. And that's one of the um, things that at the time was like one of those moments in your life where you're like, oh my gosh, it was really, really difficult. It was felt like a fool a lot of times because I trusted this person and I also had gone to bat for her a lot of times. And it it just was a really big moment in my life. And I also really, it really shook my trust level in people and, and who I thought were my friends. So shortly after that, I had stepped down from my position. I said, I wanted to step down and I had wanted to find a different job within the company I was working for. And in the meantime, I started an online business that was um, vacation home decor. And so I thought I could do that as a side hustle as I was building the business. I could be working on my other, my, my real job. And five months after the notice I had given that I wanted to step down, there still wasn't a position available for me. So I decided I needed to leave. So I ended up going and working for another corporation for a year. I took a lesser pay cut or lesser hours for less pay. And I built my business on the side. But what I decided was after a while, I only had, gosh, think about it. I I worked there for a year. I worked mornings before I got to work, afternoons when I got home from work. I worked weekends to try to build it. And even after all of that, my business had only made 10,000 in the first year. So good time to jump ship, right? Well, not for most people, but for me, (laughs) I was like, I have to either sink or swim because I needed to have that forced motivation. I'm I'm a pretty motivated person, but I knew that if, and when I gave it my all, without having any of my energy expended in my corporate job that I would either have to make it work or I wouldn't, I would have to find another job. So I had paid off a lot of our debt, saved up six months of expenses. And then we decided either six months from now, we are, I'm going to be either the business is going to take off or six months from now, I'm going to have to go back to corporate. So 
I decided to make it work and yeah, I, I made it, I made it, made it swim, thankfully. And so the evolution of the business since when I had first started the online store actually went from an online store. And then I decided that I wanted to try doing hotel remodeling. They needed some, um, it was in a vacation area. So it was a lot of little bed and breakfasts and smaller hotels. And so they needed furniture. So I'm like, well, I've never done that before. Let's give it a try. (laughs) So I um, went door to door and talked with hotel business owners and found out that I actually needed to be they wanted local. It was a smaller area, very tight knit, and they wanted local presence. So I ended up put, opening a brick and mortar store so that I could have that local presence. And that um, was a really good learning experience. Again, I had no experience in retail. I'd never worked in a store a day in my life. So of course, that's just me. I'm like, oh, I'll figure it out <laughs> before I have any idea what the heck I'm doing. But I did. And I opened the store and it was in a seasonal location. So we were open October, no, I'm sorry, May through October. And through that process, I did get some hotel remodeling where we did some furniture and cabinets, flooring, all of that. And then we also had bought some vacation properties to, we bought a vacation property for us to stay in because when I say us, it's me and my husband. And we lived an hour and 20 minutes away from our store. So it was a lot of driving back and forth. So we bought a vacation property where we thought we would stay while we were working at the store. And instead of actually being there or staying there, we decided it was much more fun to rent it out and get money from it. And so we bought a second property, the same thing. We're going to stay in this one and rented it out instead. And that's really where it started because actually people started coming into the store. They'd heard that we were doing well with our rentals and asked me to rent theirs for them. And after a while, we just decided to go full into vacation rentals and we ended up closing our store. So that's really kind of how we got started. And we, we really wanted to have a business that we weren't tied to a location or to a schedule per se. So when we were, when the, we built the store, it actually tied us down a lot. So the store closing was a really good thing for us. And then with the vacation rentals, we have a really good team. We manage a lot of it from wherever we are. And then we have people that are boots on the ground who can go and actually service the properties when necessary. So that is actually the shortened version of my <laughs> long journey here. But it is a, it was a very long journey and definitely not a straight line. <laughs> well, it, it's been it's really great, you know, to hear the the journey side, which is you know what the podcast is all about. Because I think a lot of people always see the other side, like the success side. I'm using my quotation hands. My listeners know I say that all the time because they can't see me. 
So I'm like always using my quotation hands. But the the fact that the um the success, like someone could meet you now and be like, oh my God, so amazing, and not realize that there was a whole journey behind it to get there. And I love that you actually tapped into while you're in your corporate job, you actually did initiate a side hustle just to see what it would feel like to do what filled you up the most at that time, like in the scope of what you knew, in the scope of your interests, also managing your family life, you know, trying to figure out the corporate landscape, earning that check, and then investing your time and some of what your earnings were in that side business, I think is really important for listeners to hear what's possible, but also... Um, realize that you sometimes have to take the big plunge with the right financial planning. Obviously, you had this six month kind of plan of okay, we can we can survive <laughs> and also th- learn to thrive in a six month period going all in. So, tell me about the first few weeks of post resignation when you were in your business full time. What did that feel like for you? And how did you motivate yourself each day to to get up and, and go after what it is that your vision represented at that time? Yeah, it's a very interesting first few weeks because I thought that it was gonna be like freedom and it was not, it was, it was kind of like I was in a little bit of a funk for a while. I, I was like, oh, I don't have to shower today. Awesome. I'm gonna wear my yoga pants all day. This is fabulous. And but then I started to recognize that when I wasn't, you know, sitting on the couch in in Wisconsin where I was at the time, it gets really dreary and you can almost find you can find yourself in a little bit of a funk. So I I would I would try to get out and visit with people because I needed those connections still because one of the things you they say is an entrepreneur it could be a very lonely journey and in the beginning for sure because you've just left a whole bunch of people who don't think anything like you (laughs) so they don't get what you just did but as you go on and you start to meet and little pockets of people that can help you that has been so so impactful so um, and they helped keep me motivated too, because they were a little bit farther along on their journey, and they could also help me understand where I was in my how I felt and that it was totally normal. And then i would I would just force myself. I mean, I had a deadline. So I would force myself to to get out there and do door to door and talking with hotels, which is what I was looking to do at the time, and just get out there and do some networking and and get dressed and shower and do my hair and all that stuff. It was good to get out of the house. Yeah. Um, Cause you don't, you don't know how to operate when you don't have a schedule yeah. and you've come from a corporate world. It's just not, it's like a, every day is a Saturday and Saturday. You think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Saturdays were lazy days for me and kind of just bumming around. Mm-hmm. And I had to completely change my thinking and how I was um, operating as a business owner within that unscheduled day. Yeah, there's a big shift that happens when your life is led showing up for other people's demands of you, right? So like the full-time work is you've made a commitment to fulfill a job that someone else has defined for you. And you bring your skills to that job to become highly productive and perform well up to the 
the measurement that they dictate. And as soon as that's let go, because I've helped a lot of people just like you do now as well in your coaching practice, where it's it's that transitional, you know, from full-time to entrepreneurial when that when that's the decision of the career move they're trying to make. The framework now needs to be designed by yourself. Like someone else has, you know, doesn't have that control or limitations on you. So the leverage of your time becomes so important. Um, but also, I, I believe everybody needs a bit of a detox period when you are coming out, especially if you weren't satisfied with or fulfilled with the, the corporate scenario when, or whatever scenario it is, even if you're shutting down your own business like you've done, where certain businesses have to shut down and go into the next business, there's a mourning period um, that you have to go through in order to detox um, what didn't work and take what really does work and heighten your energy into what's next. And so I like that you shared that there was some of that up and down in the, in the beginning of it, but I love that you leaned into connection. Because of course, that's one of our human needs, right? And it is literally... Relational connection is literally what builds any business. Like If you can't relate and connect not only to your clients, but other partners you want to serve, you know, service your clients with or have like affiliate programs going on, whatever that looks like, connection is so key. So I'm, I'm glad that that was one of the, the first things you started to lean into in order to really get things started in your business. And so now with the property business you have, how many properties do you have? Um, so we own three properties. All three are in Florida. And we are managing about 15 and we're continuously growing. We're actually in a big period of growth. So it's amazing. Uh, yeah. Overall, we, I think I've managed 25 properties between, you know, at one time there's attrition happens, owners sell their properties. So we've owned properties over time and we've also sold, sold our own properties and bought new properties. So it's been a fun adventure. And what we're able to do is bring a modernized approach to vacation rentals, which is something that's kind of an antiquated system. If you go to uh, rent a beach house, you might have to call in to make a reservation. You might have to pay by check. You might have to go rent your linens or bring your own linens. You might have to go to an office and get a, a key. And that's been what we've really been focused on, especially with the popularity of Airbnb becoming more and more prominent is that we're wanting to modernize everything. And so when people, when I think about a lot of times people think, oh, I don't, I don't have any experience with whatever business that they want to get in, or I don't have a business degree. And I just tell them, it's, I didn't have experience either. You just learn as you go. And you can draw from all the experiences you've had already as an individual and build something without, without having to know exactly how to do it. And actually trailblazers, which I like to be is they don't, the trail isn't already set. So you've got to create that experience and create the, um, excuse me, the business that is um, cutting edge. Also with a business degree, I have a business degree, I have a master's in business, but most of my business has been learned on the job as a business owner. I can pull a few things from those uh, degrees I have, but otherwise I would say there's no better learning experience than being an entrepreneur. 
Yeah, I like to say that um, when you when you have a clear vision, right, and you know what you want to do next, like to me, that is the most important thing in order to initiate what you want to do. And then the how and the skill set and the methods to do it, you can always learn. Like it, there's nowadays too, everything is at our fingertips. Like you can literally find someone who either has done a like a small portion of it or the whole thing before. It's just what you're called to do. You can figure out how, but get that clarity on what it is that you want to go after next, and and the framework of how to make it happen is always something you can figure out. So I love that. That I believe that too. Like everything I've done. Uh, has been on the job experience exposure. But I had to have also this willingness, which I see in you as well, of wanting to learn it, you know, wanting to go after it, and also knowing when to say when. You know, like the the risk management becomes it almost becomes too risky to take on the things that don't work. Right. Like there's a risk in that too. And so to flex the muscles on what to let go of, to make room for what is exciting, what does fill you up, what does work, whether it's even delegating it to someone else to take care of, you know, because it's something you just don't want to do anymore, but it's part of the business versus carrying all that weight and feeling like uh, you're just really creating the trap you were in before, you know, of doing work that you just didn't feel was in your zone. I think people think you have to nail it the first time you get out there. Please. I know. <laughs> and, and you would probably not. So yeah. put it out there and it's okay. And actually, yeah. uh, the most successful people have had multiple businesses that either failed or they decided to go a different route. So I think it's so important that you don't feel like a failure because yeah. something didn't work out. And... um it's, it's just really important to try things out because nothing has been wasted. I mean, I'm big about, oh, I don't want to waste any money. I don't want to lose money, but nothing has been wasted. It's all been some tuition in my life. <laughs> sometimes uh, the tuition has been spent well, and sometimes the tuition gives me hard lessons, but it's all been worth it. And it's all been um, a building block to get me to where I am today. And there's still going to be a heck of a lot more in the future too, that I'm going to learn the hard way and not being fearful that I make a wrong decision. I think that's really, really powerful. That's amazing. And I, and I know it's helping so many other um, people. Tell me a little bit about this po- coaching practice you're launching. So you have your, your property management company, these amazing vacation rentals, and then you're now leaning into helping others get through their burnout sensations and really start to discover what's next. So share that with me a little bit, creating that the life you don't need a vacation from. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I... I've just been doing my own thing. I've been creating this and people have been noticing and watching and they've been asking me like, Hey, can I, you know, go grab coffee, pick your brain, you know what I'm talking about. Right. So, so many people like, do you mentor, do you anything like that? So I, I was, I was just doing my thing. I didn't really like, Hey, I'm going to start coaching. But over time, I just noticed more and more people that I felt like I wanted to save, you know, like, Come with me. There's better life on the other side of corporate, and and just in thinking that there's so much of the blocks that they have in their minds that 
it's ingrained in us since we were little, you know, you got to have a job and you got to get a steady paycheck and you got to get insurance, um, good insurance benefits and you got to get a 401k and you get your two weeks of PTO. And, and then I look at them and they are burned out or they're saying someday I'm going to do this. And someday, um, you know, someday we're going to have our beach house. Someday we're going to do this. And it just gets pushed further and further down the road. And having been in corporate where I burned out, it really, it really is dear to my heart. And I've talked with a number of people that I used to work with and actually have convinced and coached some of them out of their jobs and into businesses that they love. And so that's kind of where it started. It was something I was always doing, but hadn't really formalized it. So recently I started a coaching program and basically who I'm really trying to help are people who are high performers, burned out in corporates, maybe high high earners as well. And they're looking for an escape plan to get out of the rat race and to create a life that they don't need a vacation from. That's my 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 mantra. And I just think that there's so much uh, that can be done now that people think they have to wait for till retirement. And maybe they're not going to leave corporate. Maybe they're going to stay in corporate in a different job that they completely love. But when they're feeling stuck in the place that they are and that they're pigeonholed and they can't have, they don't have any way of going, that's, that's really what's important to me. So I do teach them how to build a business that is aligned with their values. And then, um, for me, time freedom and location freedom are important. So if I, when I bought, when I built a brick and mortar store, that was against that was in conflict of what I valued. So I had to, you know, switch course. So I try to help people identify that upfront. What are what are my values? And then we start building businesses based on those things that they value. And um, the last thing is I had. Um, I had a really close friend of mine pass away in December from breast cancer, and she's really an inspiration to me that, you know, you don't know if you have someday. So as long as you start working towards the things that you want, your goals, and put some de- deadlines on there and put some steps towards it, then at least you're working towards the someday versus someday just getting kicked further down the road. I love it. You brought up so many topics that I'm pretty much obsessed with. <laughs> so, so <laughs> obsessed in the way of like whenever someone I, I've coached a lot of people as well, or and also as a as an advisor across different companies, it's it's really hard for me when I see individuals that start a sentence with, "Well, when I retire, I will." And it's like, why are you waiting? <laughs> like, I, I would love to know what that thing is that you say, when I retire, I will. So we can figure out how to bring it into your life right now. And even if it's a matter of sustaining that corporate job for a little bit, but have the life you truly desire while you're actually young enough to enjoy it. The other side, because I've seen the other side too, where people go into retirement and they're at a phase in life where some people come out of those destructive corporate jobs and their health is like so horrible that they can't go and enjoy the things that they wanted to do once they retire. So I love that that's a focus of yours. And then also the alignment with values. So 
I know that we recently met and my latest book out there is called Lead with Value because it literally is, gives you the exercises of identifying your top three values. It also helps you realize that when your value system is in conflict with the the corporate value system, because we're, we have value systems around us all the time. We have our individual one, our ones in the relationships we keep, and the ones in the companies we work with and who we want to attract in. So I always love to show people that you know when you lead with your top three core values, there are many that we lean into, right? But if you lead with those top three, if you're clear on that, and you actually take the time to understand what your business values are, the business you're in, part of growing, and how they align. It doesn't have to be exactly a match. It has to have an alignment so your systems work well together. It exponentially grows whatever business, whatever money you want to make, whatever, however deep you want your relations to be when you have that clarity. And so I love that that is one of the foundational steps of your practice as well, because it is so critical. When that system is out of whack, that's where dysfunction festers. You know, That's where the, the lack of fulfillment shows up because you're compromising your values to show up every day. And then people wonder why they're getting sick or, or relationships are breaking, um, why they feel like they're in the so-called hamster wheel of dysfunction is because they haven't tapped into what they value most. So that's so critical. And I love that that's what you focus on as well. It is so important um, for people to hear it and also work on it, You know, find that, that identification. So that's beautiful. Well, and so many times people will get themselves put right back into the same position they were in corporate. You know, it's like, oh, I know how to be an accountant. So I'm going to be an accountant on my own. Yeah. And then just get right back to where they were before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it's, a, it's that whole identity crisis that occurs, right? Like you're, you identify with the titles that supposedly have defined success for you. But what you don't realize is that your identity is how you choose to connect with yourself and connect with others. And that title is just a description of something you know how to do. And so when you can get that deeper connection to self of what actually brings you joy, what brings you fulfillment, what type of exchange you want to have every day, it has a much deeper fulfillment factor is what I like to call it, when you're actually acting in it. And the title doesn't matter. I found from a young age for me, and I don't know if you had this too, because it sounds like you've had this itch for something else for a long time. But when I was climbing in the corporate world, I people would ask me in a social setting, what do you do? And I never wanted to answer at that phase of my life because I honestly could give a shit about <laughs> what I was doing at the time. It was just like, I'm just earning my check. Like... Let's not talk about that because it's not what fills me up. Now you can't shut me up about what I do <laughs> because it's it's aligned with my passion. It's aligned with my values. I don't know how to turn it off, right? And I'm just very fortunate that I found ways to get paid to do what I love. Um, but there's that that period in life. Did you ever have that where you're just like, yeah, I don't even want to talk about that <laughs> yeah. because it's irrelevant? Yeah, yeah. Um... Right, where you're almost like, oh, I'm just working corporate. <laughs> yeah, you slouch down. If you could see where they're slouching down, eyes to the ground, like I'm a, I'm like, you know, top executive at such and such firm, right? <laughs> yeah, and that, and that is so true. And there's just, 
and, and now I think it's funny because it's like, well, what do you do? And I like, I can't even put it in a, a little elevator pitch. I can't even, you know, it's like a five minute conversation to try to tell somebody what we do because it's so yeah. much, and yet you know it doesn't fit into a little title box. Well, it kind of. I'll I'll help you with that because I love branding and helping people do that. It's basically uh, with someone if. If I were you, knowing the experience you have and what you're after, you literally, if you were just to say, I live a life I don't need a vacation from and I show other people how to do the same. That's it. Brilliant. That's it, girl. I love it. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Because then they'll be like, wait, what? And and scene. Like, (laughs) you're good with that. Mic drop. (laughs) Yeah. Because then they'll be like, how? How do I do that? I want that too. And then you're turned on. That's what lights you up. So that's how you introduce yourself. Super easy. And it also is the truth of how you live every single day. I love it. And that's really been my guiding, my compass, as I say, that is my guiding light because I do, I'm trying, I'm building a life I don't need a vacation from. And is it always roses and unicorns? Absolutely not. But is it a lot closer than it was? Heck yes. (laughs) So I love it. Yeah, you're going to work hard anyway. Might as well work hard for the things that actually fill you up. I love reminding people of that because hard work will always be there. But like do it with the the highest level of fulfillment and joy, connection, whatever those values are. I think it's so, so important to, to, to figure out that path. And the fact that you're a conduit for people to, to help them do that. And also you're, you're leading by example. You know, you walk the talk and that is, it's just beautiful. So I want to thank you for sharing a piece of yourself with my listeners today because I know they'll be inspired. And I also would love for them to know, like if they want to connect with you, Wendy, what's the best way for them to connect with you? So we have, if you're looking to see me as a coach, um, my Facebook page is Your Permanent Vacation. So my page is your is about permanent vacation. And really what that means is how do you build this life you don't need a vacation from? And that's just a brand new page. So that one's just kind of a baby yet. But my other, my vacation rental business, that is um, the Simple Life Hospitality. And um, you can reach me there. And then simpleliferentals.com is a good page where you can reach out. And you're certainly welcome to send a message through there, even if you're interested in talking to me more about or following me on um, anything. And I would be happy to have you, um, I can connect through there because it's all it's all coming through me and my team. So we're all one big happy family. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. So if any of you are looking to create that life you don't want a vacation from or leverage the vacations and check out her vacation rentals, definitely connect with Wendy. Uh, You'll definitely walk away learning something, but also having a great time. (laughs) So (laughs) yes. So before we close out today's episode, one of the questions I love to close with is what do you define a badass is? How do you define a badass? So I say a badass is not fearless, but they move through fear anyway. And they are taking risk in being judged and um, being ridiculed. And they take risk in failing and they go and go ahead anyway. And they have, they just have grit. Just keep going, head down, (laughs) push through all the resistance. And yeah, they're, they're just 
kicking butt, kicking ass. <laughs> yeah, love it, girl. Thank you so much for joining me today. And uh, for those of you listening, please help by sharing this post, uh, commenting, posting your review. We love to hear from you. Wendy and I had a great time chatting today, and I hope you enjoyed the conversation as well. Thank you. I had such a blast. Thank you for joining me today. Before you move on to the next episode, please post a review or share this episode with someone you think would appreciate it. Your feedback and support mean everything to me. For more information, check out yourbadassjourney.com or kareenwalsh.com. I truly believe everyone is capable of living a badass life. Thank you for listening. 